0: Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers were dealing with some pretty heavy stuff, joyfully prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Birkin, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. swamp drawer where all good produce goes to die dun dun dun. we couldn't afford it even when there weren't food shortages we certainly can't afford it now recession proof your grocery budget learn to grow the food your family eats without the weeds or the waste for more information about my simple and easy container gardening course where you will learn to save money by growing your own healthy organic fruits and vegetables go to JoyfulPrepContainerGarden.com. Hi, this is Wendy Bergen, your host of the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. I am so excited to introduce you to my friend, Suzanne Gunderson. Welcome, Suzanne. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much. Um, Suzanne is... A specialist in stress. Well, stress relief. (laughs) (laughs) And stress. (laughs) And stress. (laughs) So, Suzanne, tell our listeners a little bit how you got into um, what you
1: do. Yeah, sure. So, I'm Suzanne Gunderson. I'm a somatic stress regulation and trauma release nervous system wellness practitioner because I just thought let's add a lot of things into the name of what I call myself because I do wonderful uh, bag of tricks Uh, so what I really do is I help people to transform their stress naturally and reconnect with their bodies and their lives. That way they can shift from survival mode and into more of a real genuine aliveness and living. And that can be physically, it can be emotionally and it can be, or it could be mentally, or it could be all
0: three. That's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. So, So yeah. How did you get into it though? Yeah. So I, um,
1: you know, I'm my own first client. You know, I grew up with a chronic anxiety disorder and was promptly put on a lot of medication that didn't really work for me after decades. It just kept needing more of it or it just wasn't mm-hmm. getting the result that I wanted. And uh, I just went on, a, I went on a quest to just go find some really cool, holistic, innovative tools uh, that were more naturally aligned with my body because I'm more of a kind of a natural person. And I found some incredible tools. I found hypnosis, neuro-linguistic programming, mm-hmm. energy methods, nervous system regulation therapy, all these really cool things. And I just kind of over the years, every time I'd found something, I got certified in it because I just was so excited about it and wanting to be able to, to, to share it. Yeah. So I'm a natural teacher in that way. And then um, from there, I just kind of built kind of my own little practice of using it. And I create a a small business for myself just to be able to keep the language of these things fluid in my life, to be able to have me be able to keep, keep going and then share it with other people. And here we are almost, you know, 18 years later and it's my full-time career.
0: That's wonderful. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the biggest question, well, not the biggest question, but one of the first questions is what is stress? Great question, right?
1: It's such a huge, huge word and we use it all the time. We toss it around, but what does it really mean? It means to the human body, it means our reaction to threat. It means Mm -hmm. how our body detects threat without awareness even. Certainly there can be awareness sometimes, but really it's that little tingly nervous system that's constantly aware and on guard of what's happening Mm -hmm. around us, sending messages through the body to the brainstem Am I safe or am I not safe? Am I safe or am I not safe? And so stress really is the body's reaction to something called neuroception, which is just the nervous system's perception. But it's way beyond just perception, mental perception, because that's so limited. We we feel and experience life through our body first. Mm -hmm. So when we have stress, it's the body's reaction to that experience, often translated to us, you know, subconsciously, unconsciously, Um, what's happening within us, relationally between us, you know, everything that's kind of surrounding us and how our body reacts to that. And so how, you know, there, there can be small little stresses like where are my car keys? I can't find them. I can't find them. Oh, I found Mm -hmm. them or, Oh, I can't find this, this exit. Oh, I found the exit driving. I'm okay. Or it's, oh, I wake up and go to a job that I don't like every day. Or it's, uh, gosh, I'm in a relationship that I probably shouldn't be in. It just keeps getting worse. Or I wake up with this health problem every day. So there's different types of stresses. There's acute kinds of stresses where it's like, I can't find my keys. Or it's that more chronic stress where you wake up and that stress isn't resolving itself. Mm -hmm. And then there's the kind of stress where you attempt to resolve it, but you're just so overwhelmed with it, the body shuts down. And that's what really trauma is. So you kind of have the acute levels of stress. You've got the chronic level of stress, and then we have the trauma level of stress. And so I work with people at all different layers to be able to give them tools in the acute moments of calming themselves down, to be able to say, hey, the keys are in the house somewhere. We didn't leave the car somewhere else. It's still here. <gasps> Got to be right. here somewhere. Right. For the chronic stress, I really help them to be able to resolve that, uh, that fight or flight that, that may be kind of mm-hmm. keeping them mobilized and attempting to resolve this, the threat or stress. Um, or if they're in trauma, I really help them awaken their body to be able to repattern things back to a place of real calm and peace. And the body can only restore when we're in a place of deep, deep, deep relaxation. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't metabolize anything when we're anxious, when we're angry, when we are depressed or disconnected, we just don't because the body is surviving threat at that point. So we have to get the body back to a place of calm, which will translate to our being able to regulate our emotions a lot or manage our emotions or regulate them a lot better. And then also have much more clarity of mind and have more choice and options with how mm. we experience life. You know, when we're threatened, the, you know, when we're stressed, the answer is always calm your body down. When you calm your body down, everything else will start to, start to come to fall into line and then you'll have much more choice.
0: I, I you know, I heard a couple things about the number, uh, about the body and number two I can't remember exactly how you said it, but basically, you cannot be self-reliant when you're in a state of stress and fear.
1: Right. Well, think about you know when we're when we're born as infants, we do not know how to soothe ourselves. Mm-hmm. We need our parent to, mm-hmm. to co-regulate with us. There's this word regulation, which just means to help our body process. Okay. We cannot process when we're infants. We need a safe source of connection to help us learn how to self-soothe. There's no such thing as let the baby cry itself to sleep. It's let let the baby cry cry itself to trauma. Right. Um, It'll eventually shut down when it gets, when, when it's emotional needs don't get met Mm -hmm. because as, as infants, we don't know how to self-soothe. We need to self-soothe through a source of of safe regulation. Makes sense. So as we get older, you know, we're like, wow, well, we don't know how to soothe ourselves, and we're using all these coping strategies or we're stuck in chronic stress or trauma. What do I do? We, at this point, it's our responsibility to ourselves to help learn um, and develop skills to help us so, you know, regulate. And there are things that are natural to the body that we can do that will help us in acute chronic or trauma states of stress to be able to help our body because we might not always have that safe connection that's around us. Right. Uh, wow. Even though our most modern survival strategy is to look to another human mm-hmm. in the village of the world that we're supposed to be living in to help ourselves regulate. We just don't have those villages available to us right now. Everything just seems to be dismantling. Mm-hmm. We don't, nobody really knows what's going on and we're all just trying to like, you know, grab onto the life's preserver for life or, or coping or using our coping strategies. So um, so, yeah, this is a real time for us to, to learn regulation and develop uh, self-regulation skills mm-hmm. and, and be able to even extend them out to other people as a safe source of co-regulation. Because if we didn't learn strong skills when we were young, mm-hmm. between birth and seven years old, eight years old, um, we're probably struggling right now struggling yeah. in a big way. Plus, you know, life is just very intense right now. We're living overwhelmed, overstressed, over, over, you know, we're just over the top with everything. Mm-hmm. So we're living in a low grade chronic stress, all of us, you know, it's, every time we we wake up, it's like, now it's this pandemic. Now it's that financial crisis. Now it's this problem. It's that problem. And it's not like we're waking up going, oh, what's going to come today? <laughs>
0: Right. Right. we just stay in bed? We don't want to go out there anymore. It's kind of scary out there. It is. So um, as I've worked with you, one of the things that you've taught me is about this whole metabolizing, that the body needs to metabolize the stress, right? Right. Um, Like we, there's a lot of mind work that's done now, you know, whether people go to therapists or whatever Mm -hmm. we have. You know, we're supposed to think positive thoughts, all these different things. So, the, but the body you've taught me, it, how does the body hold stress how, uh, or trauma, as you said? Right. So, so
1: this, I'm going to make it real simple. When you get in the car and you go to the grocery store, do you put the GPS in and say, take me to the grocery store? No, you just get in, and you go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Our body and our nervous system is the exact same way it memorizes patterns mm. of how it does things. And so once it creates a pattern for something, whether it's something that we learned as a pattern through somebody else, or we Mm -hmm. inherited as a pattern from somebody else, or we, you know, through life uh, create patterns based on how we're experiencing life, all these patterns kind of just get really embedded into our, our nervous systems processes Mm -hmm. for efficiency's sake. You Mm -hmm. wouldn't, you you know, and it just says, Hey, we know how to do this. Don't worry about it. We got this. But if it's giving you a result that you don't want, then it comes a matter of, you know, that's where the rub is where you feel like mm-hmm. I'm rubbing up against something that I just keep doing continually and my body just does it. And I, and I feel like I don't have control over it anymore. And if you've done yes. something for, I don't know, a week, a month, a year, a decade, I don't know, a long time, you really have been you yeah. know anchoring that pattern because repetition anchors. Yeah. And so no matter what your stressful struggle is, it's a, it's a physical stress and emotional stress and mental stress. It's all a pattern in your nervous system to, to, to match it. Mm. And so to really transform yourself is to find out where you've got resistance to change. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And that in there comes a lot of kind of like shame and guilt Mm -hmm. and grief because, well, how could I leave this thing that I've done for so long? Yeah. And plus the body just says, we already got this figured out. Don't don't make me do this again. Yeah. You know, I call like the Mark Zuckerberg effect, like Mark Zuckerberg, whether you like him or not. You know, he wears, you know, the same blue shirt, same blue jeans, same blue sweatshirt every single day. And mm-hmm. he has a whole closet full of them. Why? Because he doesn't want to figure that out again. Right. So your body goes, I don't want to figure this out again. I already figured it out. Yeah. But if it's giving you a result that you don't like, then it really is the opportunity for you to come up against the the resistance uh, for where you just don't want to do it differently, or you don't know how to do it differently, or it doesn't feel safe to do it differently, or you just don't have time to do it differently, or you don't want to practice, like, I'm 50 years old. I definitely do not want to learn a foreign language, but to the body, that's what sometimes change feels like. Mm. It's like learning a new language. It's like learning a whole that new makes language. Sense.
0: That makes sense. So, it, and it sounds like it's kind of cyclical in a way, like I'm listening to you. You've got this resistance, you've got this stress, but then you're, you're not getting a result that you actually want. I want to lose weight or I don't want to this or whatever it is but you have to go through more stress to get out of stress. Is that true? Well, you have to, you have to get
1: really close to the root of what's holding this pattern together. Mm -hmm. And you know, that can be a little scary because it may require you to feel emotion, experience sensation in the body, have an an emotion that you're maybe not comfortable with. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're just somebody who likes being sad all the time or anxious all the time and, Uh, And and an opposite type of emotion might be really threatening. Or what would it take to be able to think differently about some of these things to to change? And all of it comes down to what will it take for you to feel safe physically, emotionally, and mentally to be curious, to be a curious explorer of life? I know mm-hmm. I've shared that word with you before mm-hmm. because when you're driving down the road and you go, well, I know that that road will take me to the grocery store, but there's a new road over there. Mm-hmm. I never, I never go- I've never gone down that one. Where will that take me? Can I, can that may be a shortcut to get where I want to go or that might help me see new things. So it's back to that metaphor of helping the body repattern be through being a curious explorer. That's how we do it. But we have to be able to feel safe physically, emotionally, mentally in the stages
0: that we take toward being more and more and more curious Mm -hmm. to shift our patterns. Yeah, that's true. So I have a lot of mothers that listen to my podcast and Mm -hmm. mothers tend to not take very good care of themselves because they're very busy taking care of the people that they made. (laughs) Right. My kids, right? Our kids. So I know one of the questions would be, how do how do I help my kid not start down these patterns? You know, how do I help them? So what would you say to mothers listening? Well, first of all, take yourself off the hook because they're already learning your patterns.
1: If you don't Mm -hmm. like how you're experiencing life and how you react to stress, well, guess where they're learning it from? So do not feel bad about that. Do not shame yourself for it. But the more you acknowledge it and be ready to repattern yourself and have a different result for yourself, the more your children who are learning through you will follow along. The younger the child, the more easy it is. Monkey see, monkey do. When they get older a little bit, a little bit more resistance because their personality kind of comes in and then their defiance of kind of like their those years where they just kind of want to do their own way. Um, but the more you can... Acknowledge where you're struggling or if you see them struggling, that is also your struggle mm. and, and help yourself in those moments so that you can be that calm, dense, regulated presence mm-hmm. for them to feel safe to connect with, to be able to share with you what's going on with them. You know, they're so afraid of, you know, judgment, opinion that you might do something that's going to even make it worse. But if you just become this non-judgmental mm-hmm. source of safe regulation for them they will constantly regulate through you because they need that. Their bodies crave that because they're so young. They don't know how to do it themselves. Right. So if you're really struggling with your kid, find your own peace physically, emotionally, mentally, and then, and then be that calm, dense presence for your children at all times to be able to have them safely connect with you. Because if you're uptight or you react to their stress or you have an opinion about it or judgment about it, man, they'll bounce off as fast as they can. And then where are they going to go?
0: Right. That's a great point. So just to clarify again, regulation means the ability not to cope, but to to the process, the process. Okay. So you're, you're saying that as a a mom or a parent, as the child is struggling with something, they're going to need somebody to help them process, help them regulate what's going on. Right. Right. And so you as a parent have to have the range, the capacity, the resilience to be able to
1: handle Mm -hmm. being that calm presence and also meeting them where they're at in their pain. So you can sit with them and say, this must be really hard for you. I can sense how much you're struggling with this. And so when you validate them, then they can come closer to you to be able to feel safe enough to regulate through you, to process through you because they can't process on their own.
0: Right, and um, I'm thinking of uh, a lot of a lot of parenting styles, especially over the past generations, have been, and I'm guilty of it too. Have been one of command and control. I command you, so I can control. Right? Yeah. And as I've hopefully progressed in my own parenting style, I'm hoping that I'm ending up more in the trust and inspire. And I've I've learned that those things that you teach and other things I've learned from other mentors helps me to become more of a trust and inspire parent, where like you yeah. said, that I'm regulating, I'm processing, and then I teach my kids yeah. by being calm, the power of calm, and then when they come to me with a thing, I don't overreact, I hear what they have to say, and then we make a plan together. Yeah, trust and inspire
1: are great words, but you have to have the depth that they mm-hmm. require.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you 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 can't you can't be in the little end. You got to be in the deep end. That's you true. gotta be as deep as an ocean to be able to handle it because a lot of these kids these days they have a lot of emotional depth. And mm-hmm. parents might not have the capacity or or be able to tolerate being fluid within that range of capacity that children requires. And so they don't see you as trusting. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. Because they go, gosh, I've seen my mom cry about my own issues. Well, she can't even handle it for me. (laughs) You know, where am I going to go? You know, you need to have the capacity. So the deeper the capacity that you have available, right, the more they'll be able to trust you. Trust is wonderful. And inspiration is wonderful, but you need to have the capacity,
0: right? So, so you've, you've talked to the mothers and me, that we need to care for ourselves. We need to learn these skills so that we can serve, especially our family, our children. What are some of the skills that we need to learn?
1: Great. So, some easy things that we can even experience today. Uh, some of my favorites are some vagal toning exercises, which are rooted in nervous system somatic wellness. Really just very simply means that we have a nervous system that sends messages to our brain of threat or safety. So we can actually engage our body in certain ways to help uh, calm down that signal so that it can send more more uh, messages of safety than threat, which is going to calm all of our body systems down. In addition to some of those vagal toning exercises, we can do some energy exercises that will help our body to also receive a message in the brain directly in the amygdala part of our brain. That's the emotional fire alarm part of our brain to be able to calm down. And, you know, when, when we're threatened, the body kind of squeezes in, we take that inhale and we get ready to fight or flight. You know, we literally make fists with our hands and we start to kind of, you know, we tense up. Um, And so we want to be able to calm down the musculoskeletal system Calm down the respiratory system, calm down the cardiovascular system, calm down the endocrine system that might be firing, you know, adrenal, you know, cortisol, all of that. So we can do two different things. So, um, real simple, what we'll do the first uh, is to, um, I want you just to squeeze everything. I want you to kick your shoes off, you know, squeeze your toes onto the floor. If these are my feet, then just squeeze your toes onto the floor a couple of times to squeeze them. I want you to tighten all your leg muscles, tighten your quads, your glutes, squeeze your glute muscle. You might even notice kind of lift up off from where you can just stand in your sitting. Squeeze, shrug your shoulders up to your ears, make fists with your hands, squeeze everything in your entire body. You might even notice some trembling start to happen. And then as soon as you just can't take it anymore, then you just shake and wiggle this out. Wiggle your hips, flip flop your feet a couple times on the floor, bounce your legs, Exhale. And you do this one more time, squeeze your toes under the floor, tighten your leg muscles, shrug your shoulders, squeeze your hands, make fists. You can even squeeze your face, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze everything. The the tighter you make it, the better. And then just exhale, let it all go. You may notice in your body sighing, swallowing, yawning. You may notice a deeper sense of relaxation. This is what we're looking for. Another really easy thing we can do is called the four thumps. You're going to take your fingertips and just get a nice bounce on your cheekbones with all your fingers, fingertips, and just bounce on your cheekbones. Remember to exhale. The key to stress relief in breathing is to exhale. We're so good at holding our breath. We exhale. <sighs> Audible exhales, get bonus points. Then take your fingers and get on your collarbones and exhale here. <sighs> Then you're going to make a fist with one hand. You're going to pound the middle of your chest, exhaling here. Fist with both hands, and you're going to pound under your arm. For ladies, it's on your bra strap. And then you're going to just shake and wiggle everything free and exhale. Yeah. So the first one we did was more of a a somatic type of a regulation experience where we squeeze the body and we release it, squeeze it and release it, squeeze it and release it. Cause threat squeezes the body in. So we want to help release the squeeze. Mm-hmm. And then this, the second one that we did when we're tapping on energy points, we're helping to circulate the energy body. Mm-hmm. That way we don't get stuck in kind of stuck energy. And the next thing we can do is a little bit of tapping. Okay. Um, and so you're just going to take your two fingers. Either hand, it doesn't matter. You start tapping between your eyes and all you have to do is just re- whatever your stress is, you just repeat it out loud. Just say, I'm letting it go i letting it go. And then tap on the side of the eye. I want to tap about five to 10 times per point and just say, I'm letting it go. Yeah, and tap under the eye and say, I'm just letting it go. Remember to exhale. And then on your collarbones, tapping, exhale, letting it go. You take one hand and squeeze the opposite wrist a few times. And then just shake your hands out. Exhale, wiggle, wiggle, and just let it go. Now, technically, we're not really letting anything go. What we're doing is we're helping to harmonize it within our entire physical body, emotional body, Mm -hmm. mental body, to be able to have more peace and wisdom. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's a really easy
0: way to just to kind of send those calming messages. Three three different techniques, three different skills. Um, When I talked to you, I think the last time, You taught me about why, what the tapping does, specifically this last um, exercise, Mm -hmm. what it does and when you should use it and how to talk to yourself. I'd like that. That was very helpful.
1: So... uh... Tapping uh, is a, um, it's a self-use acupressure technique that's rooted in Chinese medicine, uses energy meridians of the body. We've got rivers of energy that flow from our head to our feet. We have hundreds of energy points all over the body. If you went to an acupuncturist, they put needles in these meridians for the purposes of circulating the energy body. We can do the same thing when we tap using our fingertips. So what we're doing when we're tapping on these specific energy points between the eye, side of the eye, under the eye, on your collarbone, what you're doing is you're really starting to get some flow going. And when you tap is in the middle of your stress. You want to be like, oh, my goodness, this is happening to me on a scale of 0 to 10. If you know, you've got something like an 8, 9, or a 10, your nervous system and your whole body is just on heightened alert, and this will, this tapping will help you to calm down. And you really don't need to say anything out loud. If you want to, you can just say, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. But your job while you're tapping is to focus on whatever you're experiencing, often the most uncomfortable part. When we get to the most uncomfortable part, we're really finding the root of what's holding this stress together. And I know we live in this positive mindset world and we just should say wonderful, positive things. But really what resists persists. you know, don't think of the purple elephant driving a car. Don't think of a purple elephant drinking a glass of water. Don't think of a purple elephant sitting on your couch. Where's the purple elephant? It's all around you, right? Because what resists persists. So if you had a car full of gas, you would not go to the gas station and go fill up. You have to empty out before you can refill again. It's the same premise with some of the tapping is that we want to go to what you're full of which is often what we don't want anymore. Mm -hmm. And we know what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like. We're so we're experts at it. And we go to all those references. I don't want this thing and I got to let it go. I don't want this thing, but just letting it go. I don't want this thing. Just Mm -hmm. let it go. I don't want this thing, but let it go. And while you're saying, let it go, it's starting to soften, loosening your grip that you have on it. That's the real letting go is, Loosen the grip that we have on it so that it can begin to integrate and circulate through the whole body, landing in much more place of peace and wisdom within.
0: So that, it was funny because last time after I talked to you, And you had taught me this and I went out to my family and something was going on. And I think a couple of the kids started arguing and it was just stressful. I'm like, Oh my gosh, these kids are absolutely driving me crazy. And I was tapping the heck out of my head and I was breathing and piecing and twisted and all the things. And everybody just kind of looked at me like I was absolutely crazy, but it was helpful to me. To know, yeah. For a couple of reasons. Number one, I had a skill. I had something that I was practicing because when you explained to me that kind of like the trash can was full, I needed to empty it in order to get down to the peace to get to. And we, like you said, it's a wonderful thing to be positive minded and to stay in that place of peace and, and do that mind work. But what I really like about working with you and what you've taught me is that the? it's in the body too, that we can't forget the body, the mind and the body, they go together for a reason. And if we can help the body release whatever's going on, and I've had by myself, I've had some amazing insights come to me as I've tapped through some of my sad things, some of my angry things, some of the things that are confusing to me, and i'll all of a sudden have this like awakening this revelation if you will about oh well that oh you know and then a lot of times it's so overwhelming that i'll start to cry like what what Mm -hmm. What was that and i'm overwhelmed with i cannot believe i've been doing this because of this reason that has been opened up to me however when you are presented with truth, you can do things about it. When you're living in a place where you don't really know what the whole truth is, you you like you said, you just keep doing the same pattern over and over and over again.
1: Right. So if you wanted to, that's the definition of insanity, right? <laughs> doing it over and over again, expecting different results. Right. And and how do you get out of that? Is mm-hmm. that you have to no longer resist where you're at. Right. Oh, the purple elephant. Oh, the kids are screaming. Oh, the kids are screaming. me, yeah. is increasing. You're tapping through that. You're helping your body process right. so that you can stand there calmly and go, that's their stuff, That's right. not my stuff, and, and not feed into it. Mm-hmm. That way you can take care of yourself first, and then your body will impulse to you, send you hunches, yep. urges, impulses, and they'll, they'll be translated into thought. And yes. that's where those epiphanies come in and go, Oh my gosh, that's my body's really trying to tell me. I mean, how many times have you been driving in the road at a red light and you're like, I'm going left, but your body's like, go right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, that's not logical. Mm-hmm. And, and then you turn left and you go, Oh man, I, I, I knew I should have turned right. Cause I needed to go to there and pick up uh, those, that thing. Yeah. And, and we betray our body over and over and over and over and over again. The yeah. body has so much wisdom. It's trying to send us messages and we are denying it and suppressing it because in the evolution of our thinking mind, we have just believed everything that mind tells us as right. if it were a fact. Right. And and we override the body. So we just need to start to harmonize these things for total integrated wisdom. Right. And we just, we're, we're just opening up to the
0: idea of that right now. We're not even good mm-hmm. at it. No. I was listening to a podcast this morning, actually, about the mind and how the mind just thinks everything's real and present all the time. And so it it needs to be helped, the mind and the body, I think, is that that helper, that that thing that can, you know, regulate. I guess that's that's the word you think. Know, our, our, big,
1: our, our biggest brain is the gut brain, you know, our gut. Mm -hmm. And we use food to manipulate the feelings in our gut because they're uncomfortable and familiar to us. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've also had years of just being contracted at the diaphragm, which has squeezed the gut down. So the messages are trying to be like squeezing Mm -hmm. peanut butter through a little straw. We're not getting the messages very clearly. Right. And and we're dealing with a whole host of other issues as as an aftermath because of all that dysregulation that's happening in the body. But our biggest brain is our gut. Our second biggest brain is our heart heart mm-hmm. and the smallest brain that we have of all is in our head yeah and yet we give the most credit to the thing that's up here right because that's just kind of where we have been for the last 200 years really right. it's just sure like, how do we think about it how do we think about it let's just be logical about it when we have ignored the body and there's a brilliant book the body keeps the score by dr bessel van der Kock. it's been mm-hmm. on the new york times bestseller list for years now it's helping people to open the idea that our body has so much wisdom that we have been suppressing, denying, and we don't even know how to experience. So, hmm. I help people experience sensation safely, so that they can build rapport with their own body, mm-hmm. so that they can start to have a language that they can that they can understand that will harmonize with the thoughts and that the thoughts in the mind stay open to the possibilities because of what the body is feeling. Right. Again, you're at that red light. The body says, go right. But the mind says, go left. You follow going left because that's what we've been trained to do to follow the mind. Right. And now maybe next time you sit at the red light and go, Oh, you know what? My mind, my body's saying, right. I'm going to go follow that. I'm going to be a curious explorer.
0: So thank you so much for being with me today i i just love to be around you because i learn so much and i love your confidence and um i how do people find you how do they well i'll just let you talk from that point on how do they find sure. you <laughs> so i have a website it's called
1: transformedconnections.com uh i have a a link for uh an ebook a neuro mm-hmm. internal neuro energy tapping it's a free ebook I also have a, a, a link to a, a free download, uh, my, my favorite stress-less tips. Okay. So you're welcome to go there and download either one of those freebies that I have on my website. Um, I do free online workshops once a month on the first Wednesday of every month, uh, Eastern time between about 8 and 10 p.m. Uh, and if you're interested to work with me and learn a little bit about what I do, there's a, a link for a free 30-minute consultation. You can set up a private video chat session with me, and we can talk about your stress, and we'll explore from there. I do have a three-week program that I often take people through. Uh, we meet privately up to five times within three weeks, and you'll really learn about your body's stress response. You'll explore and investigate how your body holds onto patterns of tension and stress and trauma, and you'll really build yourself a stress relief toolkit that you can use for your acute stress, your chronic stress mm-hmm. and your trauma stress for the rest of your life. And everything that I teach is self-use. It's free. I mean, my services are, are my program, but everything that I teach is um, self-use skills that you can use for mm-hmm. the rest of your life. Right. So, right. Yeah. It's, an, Go it's to my it, website.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all of the, all of this, um, the things you mentioned, especially her website are in the show notes. So, if you um, go to my show notes, you'll find her website, and I'll post the other things that she mentioned. the book, what was it called about from Doctors? Oh, Dr. Bessel Vandercock is uh, the Body keeps the Score." Body Keeps the Score." I'll post a link for that as well, and you can find her. and I um, I love Suzanne, and she has taught me much. If you're open-minded and you're looking for a way, to i don't i don't know release some energy release some stress um have skills because this is a form of self-reliance period this is a form of preparedness and mm. when you're prepared you're free right that's what some of these um, techniques are even called is a freedom release technique. I mean, what is it? Emotional yes. freedom, freedom technique, te- technique right? Technique, yes. And yes, so you're yeah. looking at another form of self-reliance. It, we we often talk about canning or mindset, whatever, but this is also very important. Your mental health is very very important for your self-reliance. So um, again, I'm very thankful thankful for suzanne i'm thankful for everybody listening um please leave a review that would be super awesome and a five-star rating um bonus points for all of that and share the podcast with other people as well because we all need to learn new things and i appreciate it and i hope you enjoy your day thank you so much for listening to joyfully prepared I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.